1: Yo, guys it is kenny mack and not only is it a victory monday it is a victory episode of the dogs podcast so josh blake john and justin let's kick this off <laughs> welcome to the dogs podcast with your hosts blake reneker
2: justin charles john nye and josh all
1: what's up browns fans welcome back to a special thrilling victory tuesday edition of the dogs podcast we're super pumped to be here with you guys on what kind of feels like a monumentous day if you can have one of those after a regular season victory Uh, we're going to get into everything about this how much it means for the team um I don't think you can overstate how much it just meant to fans, especially after the last two weeks we just had. Um, So in in terms of a regular season game, just – A huge game for the Browns. Uh, We can't wait to get into it with you guys. We got a bunch of voicemails to get to. Uh, If you ever want to get your thoughts on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. We love your intros. We love getting your thoughts, especially after big wins. Uh, So make sure you guys leave us as many voicemails as you can. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed, please make sure you uh, you subscribe, tap the notification bell so you don't miss any new content. As you guys know, we're going live frequently. Uh, You don't want to miss any of these live episodes. They're always the best ones. Uh, If you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, uh, you can also just listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. You get an extra episode every week, access to the private Discord, Fantasy Football, dog pack member of the month. We're just giving stuff away all the time. We're always interacting with everybody in there. It's a good time for everybody. Uh, So if you want to hang out with the dogs more often, you want to meet people from all over the world, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. Uh, two things I want to do before we dive in here. Okay. We got a shout out, uh, DeAnthony bell. We got an official game worn Jersey back here. If I'm pointing the right way. Uh, <laughs> so hanging up. So that's awesome. And we got to give him a shout out. It's his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. So, happy birthday, so as you know, uh, yeah. So happy birthday, DeAnthony bell. If you guys were watching pregame, you know, he was, right in the middle of that scuffle, giving Debo Samuel the business, which was awesome to see. Uh, and, and the it, hype. Yeah. And the I, hype I, video. You saw the hype video of us coming out with our boombox, uh, kind of like copycatting the the 49ers defense. Uh, he was right in the middle of that too. Like nice. I was just like, man, look at this guy. I... I'm pumped. I've, I've <laughs> talked too. to that guy. <laughs> a lot. Uh, it, was, it was awesome to see him and all that stuff. Uh, we got this awesome jersey, so uh, we appreciate it. And happy birthday to you, man. I uh, hope you have a good one. Um, what a game for the Browns. What, what um, is big of a regular season win I think you can ask for? Just in terms of the Browns never win games they're not supposed to win. We barely ever win games that we're supposed to win. So, to, right. you know what I mean? So, we're 10.5-point underdogs. We're starting a uh, XFL practice squad quarterback. We don't have Jack Conklin. We don't have Joel Batonio. We don't have Nick Chubb. We don't have Deshaun Watson. And we're playing, oh, a team that hasn't lost in the regular season and what – 15 games 16 games something like that
3: it's 15 i think going into it
1: they haven't lost in the regular season in almost a calendar year their starting quarterbacks never lost in in the regular season season. since um so just i mean we i mean we told you we were gonna win no i'm just playing (laughs) like we were we were very much i think on this show justin was probably optimistic blind optimist um i and But we were realistic. I think. I think we were along in. We were we were kind of along the lines of. Let's see how we come out and compete. Let's see if we can play a clean game and and see if what good we can take from this game because the the cards were stacked against us. We had no business being in this game, and we came out with a W. That's what this is like the a turning point type game.
3: Uh, Don't tell the defense that because. Oh man, They felt yeah. like they were very much meant to be in that game.
2: But I see what you're saying because this could be that game that, you know, a team that has a very, very successful season looks back on at the end and says, that's the moment. That was the turning point, like you said, where things just fell into place and and we just knew mentality
1: and and it was awesome to see. There's a lot of um, Stefanski detractors out there. I feel like this team's bought into this. St- I don't know if you saw the post-game speech in the locker room, but there doesn't seem to be doubt in my mind. Like, there, there's obviously not doubt if you got these guys to buy in for this week to come out and compete, they're buying into something. And a lot of people will give it all to Jim Schwartz, but you can't blame the guy when we lo- every game we lose. And then when we win a huge game, give him 0% credit, Or still blame him. <laughs> or still blame yeah. him. You know what, what I mean? I like, and we, might, get, we might get into some of that. But um, I thought it was as big of a regular season win as you could have. And as bummed as we are about losing the Steelers game early in the year, because we always talk about, like, you lose the one you're not supposed to, and, and it ends up coming back to bite you. Well, we just stole one. You know what I mean? So like, this is a game that I would imagine, even if we were hundred percent healthy, we probably weren't going to be, we wouldn't have been 10 and a half point dogs, but I'm assuming we wouldn't have been favorites. I've, that's fair. You know I what I mean? Like it's very fair. So like, I don't want to say we got one back cause it still sucks that we lost that game, but we, we went and got one that we weren't supposed to get to kind of, you know, help erase some of the pain of that one, at least in terms of record and division race and that kind of stuff. So, Just an awesome game for the Browns. I I can't wait to get into it. Um, I know we have a couple voicemails we want to get into here early, and then we'll just keep this thing rolling. Okay, yeah. First voicemail, this is from
2: Stacy. We are the Cleveland Browns. We don't get that kind of luck. I can't believe it. That is wild. Go Browns! Woo! (laughs) I feel all that. I know, right? love to hear that. And then well we remember last week we had the displaced browns fan call in that was after the ravens game and and how negative he was but he called back after this game so it's a little bit of a different tone (laughs)
1: okay (laughs) hey what's up dogs displaced browns fan again hey look a couple weeks ago i called left a message said some not so nice things about stefanski and the browns (laughs) but it was right after the game my emotions were high i was angry and upset uh plus i think i ran out beer so there's that (laughs) always a problem this is a new week we beat the Niners. We crushed the Niners with our third-string quarterback. It is go time. We are back. Browns are back, baby. Let's go, dogs. What a tale of a tale of two voicemails. Right. My yeah. goodness.
3: Welcome back, brother.
1: Welcome back on board. I understand the heartache of a post-game loss. Trust me. Go back and watch that Pittsburgh post-game live. We did. Yeah, it's or depressing. depressing. Or, had, or,
2: had, or don't yeah, watch it. Oh, and the one that me time. and you did after on Bleacher Report after was the Ravens wrong. was still like. I mean, it was pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, uh, I do want to address a comment here. Jared Proper says, "Wish we could start talking about the Colts. The Niners one was great, but I'm ready to move on to the next team. Can't get high too low. Got to stay locked in, focused. Completely agree. Yeah, this is the first day we could get back in the new studio, so we weren't going to obviously skip talking about this game. Two, the Browns were off Monday, Tuesday. They don't get back to work until tomorrow, so we can celebrate and enjoy. We this. can we can celebrate That's it until right. tomorrow when the team gets back in the building to practice. So we're not technically breaking any rules yet. Tomorrow <laughs> we'll turn the page, start focusing on the Colts. Um, it's a uh, like she said, we never get luck like that, and I'm not even going to consider it it luck. I guess you can. I, I heard that that field goal gets made what eighty percent of the time or eighty five percent of the time or something like that, but like somebody we outgained them three hundred thirty four to two fifteen, and
3: eighty four yeah. of it was on their first drive, which was pretty much a scripted drive. Yeah, it, after and that it was thirty
1: yards of penalties. Yeah, yeah. You All know the what I penalties mean? penalties were so. It's oh just, Lord. Um, for both sides. Yeah. Yep. We, we we just fought and scrapped um, and we put ourselves in a position to win. The Browns are never in that position to catch the lucky break. You know what I mean? Like it's just, we put ourselves in that position um, to be able to go out and, and be afforded that opportunity the way we fought. Um, and I don't want to hear about penalties or bad calls or anything like that, because um, the first half was one of the Worst officiated halves of football I've ever seen in my life. The whole game,
2: I mean, from honestly start to finish on both sides, I it was awful to watch. And
1: and what have we been told as Browns fans? Whenever we have Mm -hmm. literally the worst call ever go against us, it's. don't let it come down to that. You got to be good enough to overcome that stuff. So I don't want to hear that maybe a questionable call here or there. Which the guy launching, I was going to say him, launch with that his gets crown. called every, every time. time. Yes, even I if agree. he hits him with his, it, we might not like it. That gets called every agree. single time. Completely. Agree. And the ball was gone. I could understand if the ball was still in his hands and he popped him. Just the ball was two feet behind him when he hit him. Right. So it, it's not even... And then the PJ Walker, they're like, I can't believe that wasn't a fumble. Even the guy, the official on the broadcast immediately came on and said, his hand only has to be going forward a millimeter. If it's going forward, even and it clearly is. You can yeah. clearly see his hand. So... Nothing was more egregious than the Wyatt Teller hold that called back Nujoku's yep. touchdown. Yep. That was atrocious. No face mask call oh, against Newsome. That was ridiculous. What about um, the
3: face mask all the way up the uh, sideline? Yeah. And then they call it against, against us. And then yeah. they're like, Oh, sorry. I, I do have one really <laughs> other good one. And this one is against it. It made us look bad, but in the stadium at the time, they, I can't remember exactly what they called, but it probably went 45, 50 seconds. And they were like, we, uh, the Browns have decided they are actually changing their mind. I'm like, yeah, what Cause, is cause going on? Because the that, spot yeah.
1: wasn't right at first, uh, right. right? Okay, yes. And and then I've never, the, the only time I've ever seen anything like this was the South Carolina Michigan game that Clowney knocked the dude's helmet off the very next play. Where in that game, they were clearly short and they gave him the first down. We clearly had the first down yep. and we had to challenge it yeah first of all the spot was atrocious go like, to go
2: to our twitter page the video is right there is one yes. of the most recent posts i, I mean was, he the, the ref tips
1: that the, the he's j- tipping it in front
2: of the camera <laughs> and
1: it was like are, is everybody
2: seeing this I first was saying of all, that, the, like, yes
1: the spot was terrible to begin with yes. even the announcers are like that's a not yeah. a very favorable spot yep. and then they measure it and they call it like oh they got it and they called it short I'm like wait wh- what was, how how is yeah. the, how are they calling this short right now even why teller is looking like bro what I, we're all like, looking yeah. at it. America's looking at it. I yes. was sitting
3: next to a Niners fan. And he just looked at me. He's like, "Man, the refs really don't got why you guys win this
1: game." <laughs> I was like, we don't need any extra stuff going
3: yeah. against us heading into this. We have a practice squad quarterback out there right now. So I don't want to.
1: I don't want to harp on the officiating too much right now. But it's just I don't want to hear the excuse, a big deal, I don't want to hear the excuses about how that's the only reason we won. You were ten to half point favorites. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't even have come to that. You got outgained by PJ Walker. And Jerome Ford. We had a rookie right tackle blocking the reigning defensive player of the year all game. Okay. And he, for the most part, owned him. I'm pretty sure he didn't get up a pressure, right? All he gave up one sack. And I don't okay. even I don't even know if the sack was on him. Wyatt Teller, I think, is actually credited with it because he didn't it was White Teller should have taken Bosa. The, and just nobody blocked him on Bosa's only sack. Um he he literally owned Bosa all game to the point where I think he was our highest graded offensive lineman for the game. I believe that's true. Against Nick Bosa.
2: True. So Dewan Jones might be rookie of the year. Dewan Jones was credited with that sack. Okay, Which is kind of the wild. only pressure he gave up the entire
1: game. If, if you watch the broadcast, they said it was on Teller. Okay. You can see Dewan Jones takes this guy. Teller double teams a guy instead of sliding out and picking up Bosa. But either way, if this game was completely set up for us to get obliterated yes and the defense just came out man I, our defense so so that did you guys see that
2: stat the 215 offensive yards for shanahan was the lowest in 104 games that he's been the head coach that's crazy That is crazy
1: it's crazy we've done I mean, that to a few teams now. yeah we have Super. uh stat of my life right now is that through five games the browns have only given up 1002 yards was that the lo- is Three that the five lowest? Since it's the 71. third since seven, lowest since. The, well, it's the third lowest since the merger. The other two teams were in seventy and seventy-one, where it was you weren't allowed to throw the football, basically, right? Three yards NFL. Cl- yes. that is impossible. It's you would crazy. think that's impossible. It's more than. It's better than the eighty-five Bears. It's better it's than the two thousand. Ravens I mean it is it's unbelievable and I know some people like they didn't have CMC or they didn't have uh Debo Debo went out a little early they had CMC through they started with those guys yes okay (laughs) we we started without everybody that's fair that we didn't have CMC had 43 yards rushing I'm pretty sure 33 were on one carry or something like that and he had like uh, 14 carries or something for 10 yards. The rest of the game, he didn't do anything. It, we, he was bottled up. He was a non factor. That's before he got hurt. And that's before. Yeah. He, and he went out in the third, right? Yeah. yeah. This is like, I, I made a note of this. This is, I've watched a decent amount of 49ers games the last couple of years. Cause they're on prime time all the time. Cause sure. they're very good. Um, they were my Super Bowl fit picks probably last year. And coming out of the NFC, they'd be my pick still this year. Um, every game I've ever watched them play, I can't believe how physical they are on both sides of the football. I'm like, I think even their offensive guys are so physical. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first game I ever watched where I thought they were not the most physical football team in the game. No. Our defense punished yep. them time and time again. We were laying the wood. Mm-hmm. We beat the out of them, over <laughs> and over and over again. It was, it was a street fight, and we brought yeah. dogs.
2: Our, yep. our the chat's going off now, talking about the record, which I heard today again. Jim Schwartz is now nine and one against Kyle Shanahan's offenses. Pretty impressive. And Shanahan's offense is only, I think, average fifteen points per game against a Jim Schwartz-led defense. So, pretty good. Yes, pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and we felt that they, they just.
3: I think they kind of just thought they were going to come in and bully us. Even and you like know, the honestly, the first drive,
2: because I, I, I texted you guys, I said we could be in trouble. Like we could be in trouble. They just like butter. I definitely right was down a the little field on us And I was them, like, you got to be lie. kidding me. And after that, they did nothing. They like,
1: did nothing. And in
2: years past, you would see a Browns defense almost fold or like cater to. Oh man, we just got bullied right off the. And then. It would just continue and
3: It was and so snowballed. fast.
4: I didn't have time to process if I should be worried. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, was, and literally the last few seasons, that's our biggest, I mean, not, not really the offensive line, but defensive line. We've just harped like, yeah. man, we are not physical enough up front. We are third string running backs can run for 120 and two touchdowns easy. This defense has character. They're nasty. They're gritty. And you see that they don't really care who they're playing. They're coming to shut it down, and yeah. it's and it's impressive. It's very, very impressive.
1: Um, they got it, They have a, a swag about them, like a yes. You know what I mean? Like the, they're not going to take crap from anybody. Yes, in yes. an identity, it's yes. The the way they play, they got a chip on their shoulder. Jok is playing out of his yes. mind. Yeah, this is the Jok that we were like. That we were so pumped to go get in the second round. I did a
2: poll before we started. I said who had the best defensive performance: JOK, Tomlinson, or Emerson, or other. Mm-hmm. And fifty percent of the chat said JOK. I'm completely fine with
3: that.
1: Balling yeah. out, Tomlinson. I know at, at one point in the game he didn't even have like a sack or anything yet, but every single play he was he there, was blowing yeah. it, he was living in style. the backfield. Yeah, nope. they couldn't block him. They couldn't block him. He yeah. was unblockable, and it was a. I mean, how nice is it to have a defense where it's like it's a total team effort now yep. miles garrett i don't know if he had a sack or, or anything like that but it doesn't matter because right. he doesn't have to, he's going up against a future hall of famer left tackle yeah he shouldn't have to go out and win right. every single time you know what i mean like it was such a total team defense effort it is just god it's awesome to and, watch and how nice is
3: it like you have you have that line and then oboe rotates in as a third and that dude wrecks oh my god I watched his mic up uh yesterday and I was just like, That's awesome. God, this dude is there's an identity to this type defense. They're just filthy.
1: They're nasty. I'm very much an offensive guy. Like I prefer to watch offense. I sure. like offense. I love when our defense is on like yes, I just fun to watching watch. our defense and watching them swarm to the ball and be energized, it's just it's different. It has a different feel to it. Like we, I've never we've never had defense like this. Nobody's seen a defense like this in fifty years. Nope. To talk about the pass
2: rush win rate, that I mean, this is what we're feeling. So if you look at, I'm just I'm PFF premium stats here, looking at San Francisco. So, uh, who who Fanga must be their free safety. He had a 33. I don't know how many times he was putting pressure, but as far as their line goes, Randy Gregory had a 10 uh, percent. Hargrave had a 12.5 percent. Nick Bosa was 8.8. So keep those numbers in mind. Our guys, Tomlinson, 21.1. Garrett, 20.8. Sedarius, 21.7. Shelby Harris, 16.7. Oboe, 14.3. Maurice Hirsch, 16.7. Everybody's up around that 20% pass rush win rate. Yep. Not just one or two guys. Every freaking guy. And it's, man, you just, you feel it. You see it on the
1: field. And the thing is, too, is that it's not like we're just pass rush specialists. Right. Nobody can run the ball on us.
3: Yep. And the
1: secondaries,
3: just as filthy.
1: We're playing man coverage, and nobody can... I mean, it helps that we're... You just mentioned the win rate. So, quarterbacks got to get rid of the ball, or they're toast. And that's what you're seeing. Yes. And and we got the athletes who can lock up the... They don't got to lock them up for three, four, five seconds anymore. You got to lock this guy up for two seconds. If you can lock this guy up for two seconds, we're going to get home. Mm -hmm. And And it's happening. And so... Man, it's can they continue at this historic pace? I, I don't know if it's sustainable to do this. So we're going to eventually pl- play some better offenses, but this was the best offense in football outside of maybe the Dolphins. Yep. You know what I mean? And I know there was weather and they had an injury too, but man, it was domination. I, it I was mean, domination. You see, good
2: offenses put up good numbers in. in- Rain and snow and whatever. I mean, yep. I've seen him do it a lot of times. Josh Allen in does it almost every week in <laughs> Buffalo. Fair. Like, that's I mean, very it, good. It, that's you very can do count. it, just not against us.
1: So before we get into a voicemail, I did want to talk about. I put this out there um, because I, I want to support our head coach a little bit. Oh. Um, I, there was a point in this game. Okay, so everybody th- believes Kyle Shanahan is like top one to three coach in football. There's, what, four minutes to go in the game. Uh-huh. They get the ball back. Yep. And they throw three straight times. Mm-hmm. Give us the ball back. Took off like 20 seconds, if that. Gave us the ball back with three and a half, four minutes to go and with timeouts. So now instead of us having to burn timeouts or um, having not a lot of time left and we had to come out and P.J. Walker's got to put it all on his shoulders and make – no, we had – we the whole playbook's open. Yep. We can still run the ball. You guys would be running Stefanski out of town for doing that. And my point here is I hope you see that every coach in the league does stuff that you – it's not in a vacuum. Kevin Stefanski is not the only coach who isn't 100% perfect 100% of the time. It's all throughout the league. Like you have – we have a coach who has won over 50% of his games in Cleveland. He's won a playoff game in Cleveland, and his quarterbacks have been Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, uh, DTR Case Keenum for a game in a rusty Deshaun. and just as he gets Deshaun to play a good game, he gets hurt. Yep. yep then PJ and, Walker and a PJ Walker, an yeah. XFL quarterback, against the best team in football, and this dude has won over fifty percent of his games. Most coaches do not win games with their backup quarterback, and he's coached eleven games last year with his backup. He coached he's coached three games this year with his backup, or two games this year with backups, and he's won over fifty percent of his games. Like, we got we to gotta give the guy, like, you got to stop. We won this game. I'm seeing people on Twitter talking about how we we got to fire him. One person said we only won by default. We got lucky. We, we won, but we, we could have lost. We could lose every game. <laughs> Turns out that. they're professional athletes, <laughs> too. They're professional yep. coaches, too. And this is not high school football. It is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be ugly sometimes, especially when you're overmatched. Zach Wilson and the Jets just went out
2: and beat the eagles yes like this stuff they got happened. great defense too yeah and they're, and they're coached that. well yeah so I, i'm with you on this and, and i'm yeah i'm sorry i didn't I, mean to cut you off no I, I mean i think a lot anytime <laughs> that we present you know what do i want to say anything negative about kevin it's not get rid of him it's i wish he would maybe do this better or try this differently yes. it's not get rid of the guy no. it's Everybody can improve at all times. Shanahan still has room to improve. Like Bill Bell. I mean, look at these coaches. Like not everybody's
1: perfect all the time. Staley so. can
3: improve slightly.
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean, Mike McCarthy yesterday, if you guys watched uh Monday night football, yeah. had eight seconds to go at the end of the half with a timeout and intentionally ran it down to three seconds to, to, to call timeout. So they didn't run a play at the end zone. Right. I don't know if you, and I, everybody's yeah. just like, what is this guy doing? This guy has a super bowl.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it was like, uh, what was it, the Giants game, Dable with Tyrod Taylor there at the end of the oh, half. Oh, yeah. he
1: audibled you, out. I yeah, think that yeah, was
2: Tyrod. I know, and I well, knew it the, was yeah, because he came out Dable. ripping yeah. him on the way of the, I mean,
1: but you know so, it like, happens. My point is, like, I'm not saying, Stefanski, we can't critique him or wishes he would do some different things with the offense, but at the end of the day, the dude took over literally a dumpster fire of an organization, has provided stability, you don't ever, nobody can figure out what's going on with Deshaun. You know why? Because it's being kept in-house yeah. finally. If Freddie was here still or Hugh Jackson, everybody would know what was going on and it would just be a dumpster fire. Freddie would have yeah. wore a t-shirt that said Deshaun has a contusion in <laughs> yeah. Like he, this dude is winning over 50% of his games. He took over a dumpster fire. He's provided leadership, stability. He realized it might've taken longer than we all liked he got rid of Joe Woods. He brought in Jim Schwartz. Like, guess who hired Jim Schwartz, guys? Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, and all this, like, Jim Schwartz
2: is going to be, like, a head coaching candidate next year and all this stuff. I don't think so. Well, one, he doesn't want to. I do. don't think Right. He, he was he stepping wanted, away from that. Yes, if he wanted yes. that, he could already have it. And I think he loves what he's doing. Right, You see him on the sideline. He loves this. Hey, yes. Schwartz?
1: Yes. Oh, he's Mr. Swag over there. Yes, he's having so much They're fun. They're bought in. And, and to the people who I, I, I saw this stat, we'll get off of, If it comes back up in the chat or something, we'll bring it up. But um, Jim Schwartz, head coaching record, guys. So Not to everybody good. who wants to get rid of Kevin Stefanski and make Jim Schwartz the head coach, he's 29 and 51. He had Prime Matthew Stafford and Megatron, Megatron. and Prime and Dominican Sue. So please. I'm not saying we can't critique his offense. We can't wish he would do some things. There's going to be calls every game by every coach that you don't 100% agree with. But this calling radio stations and saying he's terrible and he needs to be like, my God. He's the best coach we've had in a long time. And I'm not saying you should settle, but he's been doing it with practice squad guys, yeah. backups, all kinds of stuff. Everybody wanted to talk to us the last two weeks about should have kept Baker. He's three and one. Look how well he's doing. Well, he just played a second real football team this week. And what he looked look like? Crap.
2: Anybody on Twitter that says you guys think you should roll with PJ instead of Deshaun?
1: Oh Let's my just
2: God. Don't Is that even really next. a real thing? Oh, I've seen. That's it. why I don't do that. <laughs> That's it. why I've I don't get it. on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, I'm like, so you it's didn't watch the game. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So Browns fans. He did just
3: in, uh, he'd made just enough. To get through the game, but let's not. And he avoided like,
2: just enough mistakes. <laughs> I completely agree with you. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, but my credit gosh. to him,
3: he did enough to win that game. I'm not yeah. here to bash him. There were some questionable things that happened, but
4: I wanted he to brought say a win this, home because I noticed throughout the game, every time pressure got to him, he'd find someone like underneath. Sure, and that's exactly what we were saying after the Ravens game. Is hmm. there was a lot of that, and I think this is really good evidence that you can't really blame Stefanski for for that because the game plan was very similar between Ravens and and 49ers as far as that goes. Uh, So PJ Walker's got a little bit more experience. He's able to see those underneath guys and he really capitalized on that. So again, DTR, I think he's going to be fine one day, Yeah, bro. but he struggled in his first game ever. I don't really think it's fair to blame Kevin for that because he should have been seeing those guys.
3: You know, you're talking about, XFL MVP PJ. Walker. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on that guy's name. <laughs> I won't say a no mo.
1: Um, you don't have to <laughs> So <laughs> learn my lesson. That was my rant. I just want to say Browns fans real like let's not be that fan base. Let's not be the bears who want to, you know, like run yeah. Justin Fields out of town now. Like, like, let's just, let's just be smarter fan bases, please. Let's, let's appreciate the fact that we just won a game. We weren't supposed to, and it's potentially a turning point for the, uh, for the browns so yep, i digress correct. we can move on no nope, we're correct. cool we're
2: going to dive into another voicemail here but before we do DraftKings in ohio you're, they're running a new promotion you guys don't want to miss this new users can place a five dollar first bet instantly claim two hundred dollars in bonus bets you also will be rewarded with a separate no sweat single game parlay every single day when you opt in all you have to do is sign up with our code the dogs all one word our code the dogs get you these great bonuses and it also supports our podcast so if you guys have been considering signing up for DraftKings, make sure you use the code the dogs or scan the QR code that's not on the screen because I don't have the graphic up. But anyway, you get my gist. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older, physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and wants help, call 1-800 Gambler. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. Blake, you should place that bet on CMC getting another touchdown.
1: I know it's the Mm. easiest bet in football And I didn't do it because I wasn't going to do it Against the Browns I just didn't have that in me Um, And you were
2: almost right if it weren't for that first drive Yeah
1: uh, but it's literally The easiest stat in football anytime Touchdown score Christian McCaffrey
2: Yeah. All right, so here's voicemail from Brad
1: What's up Browns fans (laughs) this is Brad Money Meek Oh my god (laughs) 49ers missed that kick Jeez let's go Freaking beat the 49ers with our one squad quarterback. Our defense was absolutely elite, elite. Screw the 49ers. Screw this Super Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear it. And all these players hurt. blah, blah, blah. We got a bunch of players hurt. I don't want to hear no excuses from the national media. But you know how it's going to go.
3: <laughs> Brad, Moneymaker, you never disappoint, brother. On the voicemail, and just
1: keep it up, dog. Because I, I love all that
3: again. Mm-hmm. No, that we good yeah, energy.
1: We touched on like there is no excuses. There's no excuses at all. We're really good friends with a 49ers fan, and he's he's a grew up a 49ers fan, and he he loves the Browns also, but number one in his heart it's the 49ers. So this was a tough game for him to watch, uh, and he didn't offer up no excuses. You know, he just you know it was. You got whooped. So, Same thing. You know what I mean? Same guy
3: out. 49 um, fan I was talking to. No excuses. So, I mean, honestly,
2: if we, if we would end up, if they would have made that field goal at the end, I, I think bad calls hurt players, all those excuses. I wouldn't have thought of any of them. The, the one thing I would have thought of, why does Sione Taki Takitaki not tackle Brand, not you. Oh my God. Yeah. So
1: I've seen a, a lot of people saying Kevin's time clock management at the end was bad uh, because the pass on second down by PJ Walker and it almost cost us the game. One, P.J. Walker wasn't supposed to throw that ball. Okay. Oh, the one in the end zone? The one in the uh, end zone. A that is battle. everybody's died. hearts just yeah. stopped. Yeah, yeah, mine did. Mm-hmm. I didn't even mind the playing, The play call, but P.J. Walker just, Get down. He, ha- he has to do what he's told. Roll out. You don't throw that ball unless there is nobody within 100 feet of one of our players, and you can literally just underhand toss it to him for a touchdown. That's what he's been coached since birth. Like the doctor picked him up, spanked him in the butt and said, Hey, on this play, don't do that. And he's like, yes, sir. Yeah. And then for some reason in this moment, he forgot. So he knows like that the play call wasn't the issue is the execution by the backup quarterback. That was the problem. Uh, but two, the Niners didn't even end up using that timeout. Nope. So it didn't cost anything. Okay. Except for maybe a little bit of time, but it still, um, there would have been pl- They would have used the timeout. Okay. And then they still would have had all that time. They still made it down the field, forty seconds to go in the game. Yeah. They never used the timeout. Um. If you wanted to blame anything, them catching that pass in our five defensive players, just they just it's like they were shocked that I caught the ball. Like they couldn't believe it. Like oh my god, he, like I just caught that pass. He is very good. Wow. He's very very good. And very they athletic. Just, they just like stood there for a second, like they were frozen. I, they just stopped. I it was Weird. I couldn't explain it. I had no idea, um, what was going on. And I, I thought, I was like, that's going to be what cost us this game, is they just f- inexplicably just stopped and watched a guy catch a ball and run. And I could not understand what happened. Luckily for us, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. So um, I'll see a lot of people in here talking about Cooper. we got to touch on Cooper. Um, the dude is a stud. Okay, he he had he had the game he had, and I don't know if you guys have seen this play floating around a little bit. There is a play where he is on the, in the slot on the right side um, of the line, and he he broke this dude's ankles coming off the line, and it's a crawling touchdown if PJ Walker throws it to him. And instead, PJ Walker throws it out of bounds down the left sideline. If he's watching, Cooper has 180 yards and a touchdown. I mean. This dude's releases at the line of scrimmage. He made like four guys fall yesterday. Yeah. Well, you remember we were up there week one
2: against Cincinnati. And how many times were, were we watching down the field? And, you know, there's pressure in Deshaun's face or, you know, in I, week one, I still felt like Deshaun was not trusting what he was seeing. Hoop, Like, is he that open all the time? Yes, he is. Seven Eleven open. Always open.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I saw even we've started three different quarterbacks through five games. And he's still on pace for, like, 75 catches and 1,200 yards or something. That catch, he had it in double coverage. (laughs) Oh, I saw
2: next-gen stats. That was a 9% probability catch. It was the lowest probability catch of any pass thrown this week in in the whole NFL. (laughs) Did you see the defense, too, once he caught it? They (laughs) lost their mind.
3: I
1: didn't even know, like, that was in Amari Cooper's game. Like, you know him as, like, the great tactician (laughs) and the route runner and creating separation. I didn't know... Just going up and high pointing a ball over everybody. I didn't even know he had that in his arsenal. Like he went I, I was just like, Oh my God, that yeah, was pretty that was sick. sick. Um yeah. the on the broadcast they said when PJ Walker found out he was starting, he called Jacoby Brissett for like advice. And Brissett said, if Amari Cooper beats this guy off the line, just throw it to him. <laughs> And wow. Jacob, that's I mean, he advice. made his money on that <laughs> last year. Yeah, no Dude, there were a couple times you saw where like, he just kind of chucked it up to him. Like, Hey, hopefully my guy goes and makes a play. Yeah. yeah? And, and that's what you do when you have good wide receivers. Sometimes you just let them go make a play. And he did. Um, and I feel like that's like a kind of throw like DTR wouldn't have made that that he have like, always right. oh, covered. He wouldn't have made that. He would have held the ball, ran around, done yep. whatever. Um, but he had four catches, 108 yards. Uh, Jerome Ford ended up having 17 carries for 84 yards. I do want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, too. So, I, I think Kareem Hunt should be the starter. Uh, 100% agree. I do too. I just worry about the vision. He, he, I worry about he, the yes. vision. He, Jerome time. Ford looks good when we run like a toss or something. He can get out on the edge. He looks, but anytime where it's like an inside zone or something and he's got to like just make one cut and go, he, does, he no. doesn't seem to have that one cut and go thing right now. Now, when he, hits, when he does hit a hole, it's good. No, he good. can go. and I mean, when he's, he's got juice and he can explode, mm-hmm. but, but it's he, not that often. But he doesn't break a lot of tackles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fall forward a lot. Um, and I think you saw with Kareem Hunt going and being kind of like the the battering ram and really like stuffing out up in the inside. Then Jerome Ford's change of pace was like enough to catch him off guard a little bit. Like it was a nice change. I just don't think, um, like Kareem Hunt looks slow to me. I know he came in lighter. He still looks slow, but he's decisive at least. Yeah. He, he puts his foot in the ground, makes one cut, gets north and south, and, he, and it's not negative runs. He's at, you know he's falling forward. He's punishing guys. Um, so to me, I, I would go with Kareem Hunt as your starter right now. I know we kind of eased him back in a little bit the first two weeks. I'd go with Kareem and I'd keep Jerome Ford as this change of pace guy right now because, like you, there's just too many zero to negative yard runs with him. Yeah. Um, and it's like you said, the vision he's got, it. there's a couple of times where it's like, man, just go, just cut, just, put your foot, go. just put your foot in the ground, cut and go. And he's dancing in the hole. Like he can't find it. Yeah. They um, were talking about that a lot on the broadcast,
2: right? Where they were saying how the Browns like right now, especially with PJ Walker, you know what I mean? We're not built for third and long. Yes. We can't execute on third and long right now with this offense. And we are instantly in second and long with, if we run on first down with drum forward, it just, it sucks. It Chad's really kind of
3: saying that they thought he got better as the game went on. I agree, I agree. with that.
1: That's completely fair. Talking think, about Ford. I think Hunt was wearing him down a little bit, though, too. <clears throat> you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: just disappointed. I was hoping to see more out of Ford. We were very excited about him coming into the season, just as the backup, you know, just as that next guy behind Nick Chubb to, you know, to and be I, the new
3: Kareem Hunt role. I, and it sucks, too, because <laughs> I think we got so used to just. When the ball would go to Chubb, it was just, just automatic. It was just yeah. automatic. We never had to worry about really
2: anything. So,
3: I yeah, mean, it, here we it are. sucks
2: because nobody. I mean, you're not going to plug and play anybody who's going to break tackles like Nick Chubb has the vision, 100%. like Nick Chubb, the the speed, the burst, the stiff arm, the power, all that stuff in one package. I mean. We are we
1: that guy? generational player? <laughs> yes. Uh, yep. He says Ford four point nine a carry, Hunt three point nine a carry. Again, I get uh, that, but uh, he, Ford he, had a big run. Yes, it exactly. was like that was Saquon, Saquon nice Barkley
4: type of four yards yes, to carry. Yes, exactly. So a bunch of short ones, one really long run. You know, he had a few good runs, without a doubt. But
1: yeah, um, two. So to, to he just mentioned Saquon Barkley. Somebody in our in the dog pack texted a day and asked what we thought of. Would you trade something? Like, if you could get him for the right price or whatever, draft capital, would you trade for Saquon right now? Uh,
3: If you can get him for
1: the – here's the thing is, I know New York's kind of a
3: dumpster fire, but I don't think they want to move on from him. Well, they didn't want to commit to him. I mean, they They committed
1: enough that they paid him. they they, Just a little bit above the the tag. It was like, a hundred,
3: what, $800,000 raised off the tag.
1: They they didn't want to commit to him long-term. They're in full-on – dumpster fire mode. They don't don't have the money to pay him next year because they gave it all to Daniel Jones. Whoops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um they're so if you could get him and he's a running back and we're seeing the running back market, these guys, they're not going the only place you're getting a ton of draft capital for running backs is in our dynasty league with John.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so so, not, so what's a reasonable what's a reasonable, reasonable price for go. Saquon Barkley? Honestly. Um because I don't think you're getting him for like a fifth or a
2: six. I'd
1: uh, give up a third.
2: <laughs> I'd Todd, give. A, Todd says Barkley's always injured. I well, does that worry you guys at all? Because I mean, I know that running backs are. You he know, wasn't one injured of them. last year.
3: Yeah, and his rookie year was nice, but I mean, there's years. Bef- there's he's of already missed some time that. this yeah, year, but, I, and he's still hurt. See and this a lot of his right now, like we'll
2: and like you said, John, he's not he's not that the most efficient runner. Now is that a product of the offense, his offensive
4: line? Would he be better here? Well, I, I don't know. I made that comparison, but Saquon is better. Oh, and he's definitely and better. I'm just saying, he's is better he's than we got for right a now. third. I mean, he, This is last year. Is the franchise tag, so we'd pay him for one year, and we don't have to commit to him. And he's not like Nick Chubb in the sense that we don't even have to really. Man, I'd run him like thirty times a game. I, I don't
2: I don't know like, what running backs are getting traded for right now because you're seeing guys like today we got the alerts Royce Freeman, uh James Robinson. I mean somebody yeah. just
1: Leonard Fournette's
2: up. up in Buffalo. I mean,
3: and, uh, yeah. And he's still available. I don't know I don't I, think we that does anything for
1: I us. don't know if I would do it or not. I'm just I'm just ballparking, spitting out ideas that were texted to us today. Um Can I throw a crazy <laughs> name out too? Yeah. What just whenever you guys
3: are good, I got one that I'd like to toss I, out there. My
1: thought on Saquon is he's great out of the backfield catching the ball. Absolutely. He's an, explo- he's an explosive athlete that the other team has to game plan around. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was better than both the running backs we, all, we have on our roster right now. All three of the running backs we have on our roster right now. Um, and you'd, you'd pay him for this year. And then if worst case scenario, we get bad news on Chubb next year. Like, hey, this is worse than we thought. Rehab's not going great. We don't know if this guy's going to be Nick Chubb or whatever. Okay. Well, now we got Saquon in the building. Then we we maybe we can work out a deal with him. If you you know what I mean. So, I saw the plus sides to it. Um, I don't know if it's a realistic thing. I don't know if we're looking to make that kind of move. Um, I think we need a wide receiver. Um, I see somebody in here saying we need a left tackle, which we'll get into that yeah. too. Uh, but what were you? I just want to
2: see if your name's the one that's
1: in my head too. Go ahead. Former
2: Cleveland Brown player. No, never mind. Okay, so they uh, ESPN put out a little poll or
3: whatever on who who be a great fit for. Each team or whatever. Dearness Johnson. They said Dearness Ah. Johnson. And I'm like, you could probably get him super cheap. And every time he's ever been called up, just automatic. I do like
4: that idea. But
3: I don't know. And now this is when the line was better. I don't know if... See the
4: name no,
2: I had was Aaron Jones from Green Bay. Oh my goodness! They might be looking to offload his contract. I don't think he's there after this season, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're correct there. And I, I mean, correct. they could be in a position where they need to clear some space, kind of move on from some older guys. And he's still got a, I think, enough that he could offer some. I not, He can't yeah. stay healthy though. I he's know he's been out all. Now, he played the thing, one game. He's been a, out the rest of the year. You Oops, got a 28 year old running back with a hamstring injury. Right. That's
1: that can linger. So that is a, a worry. Um. So the, uh, no, it's worse. I do think the Browns should be buyers at the trade deadline. I think so too, because, you know, which is in, coming up It's the yes. October 31st. I'm not saying we need to, um, I'm not saying they got to like go out and look for like some huge splash move, but I do think we need another wide receiver. I know like it's tough to evaluate wide receiver play right now with, um, because we've started three different quarterbacks. One yeah. of the games is in the rain. Um, nobody played well against the Steelers. Um, but, DPJ is non-existent. Well, yes, DPJ, and DPJ say, is non-existent. Um, is Elijah anybody? Moore is getting open, but he's not getting the ball. So maybe okay. I don't. Maybe we need to evaluate when Deshaun's healthy, but we don't have time for that. So um, the the wide receiver thing. Where do you guys fall on left tackle? Because I thought I, I made the comment yesterday was the first game, and I don't know how long that I watched Jedrick Wells play that um, he. I wasn't questioning his effort. He still had the penalty that cost us a big first down. And I'm not saying he played a perfect game, but man, if you, if he, if the guy can just give a hundred percent effort all the time, he was playing with emotion. He was, you know what I mean? Like if he can just give you, we can coach him. The guy's got talent. He was Joe Thomas, favorite guy coming out of the draft for a reason. Like he was a highly yeah. ranked player. So where where do you guys stand? Did, was this like enough game for you to be like maybe he can build on this? He can see what he needs to do now, like the kind of effort it's required playing and play out to be successful, or is that bridge already burnt and we got to move on? Man, as long as he's here, the bridge isn't burnt.
4: Like let's see, you know, but it's I can't make a prediction on that. I would I would honestly say history shows us he's probably going to continue to look as though he's la- lacking effort. So. I mean, the question is who can you get and for how much if the trade deadline's coming up in like less than two well, weeks? Well,
2: we talked about Garrett Bowles. That's like the only name I've from heard from Denver. Him. And I definitely think Denver's going to be sellers <coughs> oh, at the yeah. trade deadline. I think they're big sellers but right Jerry now. Jerry Judy's out the door already.
1: Where do you guys stand on the, the big talk? Is the Browns being interested in him? I just see nothing. I says see I want
2: him. a lack of effort from him. Like I already see, like, like we see with Jed Wills on the line. I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm a big fan of, of Jerry Judy.
1: Um, he he's, he's, was a huge name coming out of college, and I just feel like he's still living off the... What's he done in the league? That's Not a much. great question. I, I, haven't haven't paid I don't see how he adds
4: immediate value to mm-hmm.
1: our I had, roster. I haven't. I don't know his career. Maybe he's better than I anticipate. I don't watch a lot of Denver games, but I just feel like he hasn't done much to warrant. The last few
3: games of last year, he he kind of went on a nice run, and then... I think that he's, he'll have a nice game, but then there's two, three that are just kind of whatever games.
2: This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, fall is in the air, and that means we're looking forward to more of these crisp mornings, falling leaves, and sweater weather. But more importantly, it's the perfect time for fall grilling, tailgating, and cozy comfort food. And let's go back to that tailgating. Did you guys tailgate before that awesome victory over the 49ers that's right this browns defense is awesome and there's no better way no better food to celebrate with at your tailgates and fall cookouts than omaha steaks omaha steaks has all your fall cravings covered with 50 percent off site-wide during their semi-annual sale that's 50 percent off all of your favorite tender juicy extra aged steaks like their butcher's cut filet mignons go to omahasteaks.com Right now, use code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, when you check out to get an extra $30 off your order. With Omaha Steaks, these possibilities are endless. You get endless flavor, endless value on incredible entrees, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts, and so much more. All of them, 50% off during the semi-annual sale. And every bite is backed by Omaha Steaks' 100% unconditional guarantee. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Shop all of your delicious favorites for half the price. Don't forget to enter that promo code DOGS, DAWGS, when you check out and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry up. This sale is only for a limited time. Minimum purchase may apply.
3: Somebody said Cortland Sutton. Andrew Jackson said Cortland Sutton. I. Somebody also said Adam Thielen. I don't think Carolina's moving him. That is Bryce's only, like, safety valve. That dude is getting, like, 11. Well, 20 I 20 need him where deal. he's at,
4: guys. I reached on him in fantasy. Okay. Well, you didn't reach on him, but right? You reach. probably got him, him in, him like, like, a 100. 14th round and <laughs> looked
3: like a stud in fantasy football right now.
2: I, see, for me, the wide receiver thing is, is an interesting conversation to have because we spent a second-round pick. To get Elijah Moore. We drafted Cedric Tillman with third round pick. I think he's caught one pass so far this year. Mm-hmm. DPJ doesn't get targeted ever. I feel like we don't utilize our wide receivers. So why I mean, is it is it the wide receivers that we don't utilize them because they're not getting it done? <clears throat> or is it just our offense where people we say could, it's the offense? We could go get another great wide receiver and then not utilize them.
4: I don't know. Well, how great are you talking here? That, like that dream trade people were talking about Devonte adams not that's gonna not happening i know, not I know it's not gonna that's happen that's not real life but i'm just saying that like, we you'd be forced to utilize him but elijah oh, Moore. Yeah. i mean I'd, I'd probably have to go back and watch more film than i have to see our guys getting open and we're just not seeing them we've played a backup quarterback now twice mm-hmm. um, i know it's tough
1: so do we have another voicemail we don't run out.
2: time no we've got two more actually okay. so this one's from Vontae. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns, man We showed up today, man Shout out to everybody who believed in us And had a little bit of faith And didn't just give up Because we was playing the 5-0 40, 49ers You know, that O had to go Like Amari Cooper said But yeah, the Browns showed up, man The defense played lights out um, Kevin's defense, he caught a hell of a game man. It's, it's certain plays that we wish we can have back But for the most part, he played He caught a hell of a game I'm super excited for him and the organization Man <laughs> Um, Only thing I am tired of, we can get rid of that uh, Elijah Moore end-around play. I'm sick (laughs) of that. Get that off the playbook. But other than that, go Browns.
1: Yeah, uh, Elijah Moore. He looks um, like he's just out of his wheelhouse right now with the way we're trying to use him. Because even when he gets the ball in his hands, he almost looks like he doesn't know what to do.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, constantly going backwards shows that. Like he just.
1: And make a decision. And they like the the one screen pass he caught, which ended up, like it was a pretty nice play by Walker to even get him the ball. And then he, he he got the ball with tons of open space. I was like, this dude's got the the edge. Like, get to the sideline. I thought he could have like made it a decent gain. And for some reason, he stopped. And then like, and then he just like, you know. And I was just like, this guy kind of looks lost with the ball in his hand right now. He like, he's just not completely comfortable. His I am pretty sure uh, I saw though that he's literally always open he like, like leads something in separation and whatnot. he leads the entire
2: league in average separation right
1: now yeah, four point so four let's just let him run route routes yep. let's just let's just get Deshaun back let's get Deshaun healthy and let's let's, let's let this guy run routes Deshaun can be our playmaker back here yep. um, because like we I like that we're trying to use him. And I'm sure he likes being used because that was his big gripe in New York was that right. he just never even got the ball. His usage is crazy, is pretty high. He's got a ton of catches, or like 50-some catches, right? No, he's got 21 on 33 targets.
2: So that's he, it. but And only a, like 167 yards or something over five games, but he doesn't have a single drop. So and he's that's efficient, the, like 20, you know what I mean? We just, talked about his hands coming in and his route running. And what those stats, no drops, and his average separation being league leader right now, those two things are true. Yeah. And he gets a lot of targets. This a just, lot of targets. Yeah.
1: Let's just let him go run routes because it's yes. clearly like this, uh, this is just not his wheelhouse. He doesn't even seem comfortable when he gets the ball in that situation. He looks slow, and the guy's not. He's crazy fast.
2: Mm-hmm. So Jared's saying Hollywood Brown.
1: It's an interesting name. I it know. is.
2: Another great route runner. Yeah. I've
1: also heard, heard like McCall Hardman. Mm-hmm. Ugh, no. No, I'm not big I'm not fan on that McCall. Oh, no. If we're going to run these sweeps and stuff, do it with Marquise Goodwin. Oh, dude, Goodwin's... Yeah. Now, yeah. that's how it's supposed to look. The only yeah. problem is, is because he's not a regular guy in the receiver rotation, is then you put him in, it's like, okay, well, they're running jet sweep to Marquise Goodwin here. Or yeah. if something's... They've got something up their sleeves. On, like yeah. Like... So, if you want to start working him in, you're going to have to start working him into the offense like organically a little bit more. So, they can't just key on it every time he's in there. He can't play five snaps and three of them are end of rounds or something yeah. to him. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I wouldn't mind. See, he's that's a guy that we expected a lot of explosive plays out of this year. Yeah. Um, again, it doesn't. Ha- Deshaun's only played three games. One of them was in a rainstorm. Uh, one of them, we looked amazing. And then the second one was the Steelers' debacle, which we don't, you know. We've already moved. It's over. You man. know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things like it just really sucks for the Browns and for Watson and our offense as a whole. Is The last game we played as a healthy offense, well, as healthy as we can be without Chubb and Conklin, is we looked great. Yeah, we did. You know what I mean? Like Deshaun looked great. So And in then in the, he hasn't got to play since. So it's like, man, there's just been no opportunity to build on that. And it's um, I'm excited to get him back. I, I heard – like, he's trending in the right direction, and there's a chance he could play. Uh-huh. But I feel like he's going to have to practice at some point.
3: You would I think. thought somebody said earlier he was cleared to throw. What, right as soon as we got in
2: there. I, I haven't I gotten that up. he's been cleared to throw this whole time. I oh, think it's been, I think it's been his own yeah. limitation. Well,
3: that's the thing that's crazy, too, is people are like, I just don't understand why he's not out there. I'm like, well, if he can't lift his head, like I, hand over his head, see, what do you want I will him to do? say,
2: I think that the messaging was misconstrued, and I think it was – a faux pas. I don't think Kevin meant to or should have said anything about being medically cleared. I just think that was the terminology that was probably used with him. So that's just what he said in that press right. conference. Right. He should have just come out and said he's hurt, guys. Like yeah. he's, he's not going to play. He we he cannot play quarterback right now, and he'll be back as soon as he can. Like that's all he had to say.
1: Mary Kay came out and said that last week he threw a lot more than they knew, than the media was told. Oh, okay. Like they he said the Browns have been super tight lipped. But they know last week that he, like Keith, they didn't think he was throwing like hardly at all again last week. And turns out he was throwing a pretty decent amount. Um, I'd love to have him back for the Colts. <sighs> I, I would. I want to get him back. Um, we need a tune-up game with him, and this could be that. Yeah, this is this is one of those. So it'd be classic Browns to beat the yes. Niners and then come out and lose to the Colts. Yeah. I mean, that starts that starts stacking wins. Okay, that we we won a game we shouldn't. Now let's go and win a game we should. Um, Gardner Minshew just threw three picks uh to the Jaguars. Well, I got that's uh our defense is just a little bit better than the Jaguars. Just a defense. little bit. Mm-hmm. What
3: is going on right now? I've got Baltimore Raven fans in here talking about respect to deep respect to the Browns defense. Oh, oh never, Aaron Aaron's hell been in must here be, saying Hell must be freezing <laughs> over. What's up, Aaron? I you
1: know. He's been in here the whole time talking about how good our defense is. I, I yeah, was I, mean, they're like, good. I almost just fell out of my chair. Still
2: disappointed he doesn't have the uh the emoji next to his name, but oh. uh, <laughs> ninety nine cents, brother. Ninety nine cents just Become a member. But uh okay, last voicemail. This one's from our boy Kenny Mack. Oh yeah.
3: Yo
1: guys, it is Kenny Mack at Bang Bang Miss Field Goal Gang. Nineteen to seven any given Sunday, man. You don't 17. know what's gonna happen. And man, I'll tell you, Cleveland Browns fans. Our initial CMB, it's Cleveland Browns, right? Not crybabies, because I am tired of hearing about Kevin being fired, or you want, you know, your sour grapes, Mayfield, in the media all the time, guys. If you can't get over it, you know what? Get a pen, get a paper here, write this down. www if they're looking for fans. Guys, I want to savor this win. I'm not going to talk nothing about it. I just really enjoyed this one. The one thing I will say, that was a poorly officiated game on both sides. But savor it, Browns fans. Savor it. Let's go, Browns.
3: Couldn't have put it better, Kenny. That's right. Couldn't have put it better. What's up, brother? How do you
4: exit this game as a fan without being way more positive than negative?
1: It's, yeah i agree there's i went into the game like i said expecting disappointment um and i was like let's just try to play a clean game let's look that's look sharp let's hope the defense comes out and plays tough uh keep it as close as they can and then we start we're, we're playing well and at halftime i'm like well hey we should be up i'm like and i'm telling myself well, no matter what happens in the second half, like I feel a lot better about the Browns going forward.
2: Yeah. Like I, I feel and we were good. saying that chatting back yes. and forth during the game. Like, hey, like we're pretty encouraged. Yeah, good, the good like, stuff.
1: No matter what happens in the second half, I, I feel really good about like how we came out and fought in this game. And then by middle of the fourth quarter, I'm like, if we lose this game, I'm breaking my team. I know that <laughs> what we were talking <laughs> about. Yeah. By the end of the game, it was
2: yeah. like, now I'm, I went from being okay. We're probably going to lose to
1: Well, Hey, you know, this would
2: be a good, you know, we, we're going to lose but Hey, we look good too. I'm gonna be so pissed off. Yeah, we do not win this game now. I was
1: pacing my living room. My child, my wife were just looking at me like, "Is Dad okay?"
4: I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no man, it's a go
1: ahead field goal. I thought like, there's no way our defense
4: is letting them get into field goal range, right? Oh, <laughs> well, they <yeah>. are straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
1: felt
2: right, 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 pretty
4: brother? good about
2: it. They come out. I'm like, man, we've been stuffing them all day. We're, we're going to be okay here.
1: I,
4: uh, One missed tackle. We almost picked off his first play. Of that yeah. Game.
2: So that was the J-O-K, okay, right? Yeah, but, I hate to
4: say almost, like, because we didn't do it. But, man, one I, missed tackle could have. Wow. We,
1: the, uh, I'm so uh, pumped, though. I know. I've been, on, cl- <laughs> I've been on cloud nine. I can't, like, stop just looking at Browns things, watching Browns things. <laughs> um, I was so pumped, and I knew, I knew I shouldn't have been. But I was like, man, this is a big win. I'm ex- I, I kind of want to get on. I want to see what the national media guys are going to be saying about us because, like, this is a big win. Nothing. And uh, on, like, Get Up, they talked about it for, like, a minute. And they were just like, it was like a side thing. And I was like, we just beat the one of the only undefeated yeah. teams in football. They're like, yeah. watch out. Uh, McCaffrey's hurt. Yeah. yeah. And Where then, we play Monday. Um, just all kinds of excuses. I watched, I turned on uh, The Herd for some reason. I, uh, oh, well, that was I guess I'm a glutton
2: for punishment. Because I saw you tweeting at him. Yeah.
1: It. And this, <laughs> this dude it led off his show. And he, he had, for lack of a better term, the balls to say, <laughs> That's as good of a loss as you can ask for in the NFL. Uh, He was like, this game was set up for disaster for the Niners, and they had a chance to win it at the end. That's as good of a loss as you can ask for. And I was like... What? Set that wasn't the narrative disaster? all week that ten I heard. And a half point dog. I'm like, yeah, we were 10. There's no way you can say <laughs> losing to the team that you were 10 and a half point favorites as is a good loss. You sound so freaking stupid. I just wish I could go on his show and tell him how freaking dumb it sounded. I'm, he said he had the nerve to say, he said, you had to go across the country with a seventh round quarterback. I'm like, you haven't been referring to Brock Purdy as a seventh round quarterback. No,
2: everybody's saying no <laughs> gotta quit holding his draft capital against him. Yeah. He's an elite quarterback. That's all we've heard.
1: MVP about. discussions, yes. but now all of a sudden he's just a seventh round yeah, quarterback. Right. The Browns made him look foolish, so all of a sudden, oh, he's he's finally showing he's a seventh round quarterback. I bet you Brock Purdy still goes on to have a pretty good year. Maybe the Browns defense is just really fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've made a lot of quarterbacks look really bad this year. Yeah. So it's just like he let off the show with that, and I just I just almost blacked out. I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. I was like, <laughs> I cannot believe this dude just said it was a good loss. They are ten and a half half point favorites and he was blaming oh they had two bad calls go against them did you not see the touchdown wiped off the board yeah i keep
2: seeing people that say oh the the refs handed the browns the game i'm like well tell me you didn't watch the
1: whole game without telling me we had more penalty yards yeah yeah like oh my he got on national tv and said that with a straight face and nobody in his ear was like bro stop you sound stupid Stop! 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 <laughs> Nobody told him to stop. They were just like, oh, pull it back, yeah. pull it back. Like, oh my god, what? What? An Im- that? That's an, I was almost embarrassed for him. I was like, that is that is so dumb. That's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen anybody say on national TV.
3: <laughs> I was really Ten proud, and a half uh, point favorites. Who's the uh, co-host for ninety two point three with uh, Carmen Lima? And I've I'm never been, not a huge Lima fan. Me either. But I've never been more more proud of a Cleveland media person just completely letting loose because that was everything I felt all week. And then the game was over and I still heard that. And I was just like, I cannot believe that we're still finding excuses why we should be upset with the outcome of how this game went. It's so far. I don't have a voice because of it. And here we are. <laughs> we're talking about the reasons why we shouldn't have won the game or we, Guys, like we take won. the damn win and move forward. Do you, think the Chiefs, do
1: you think the Chiefs after the Jets game or after they played the sorry-ass Broncos, do you think they're like, well, we could have lost if you won? Yeah. This is the NFL. This is professional athlete against professional athlete. These are the best coaches in the world at what they do against the best coaches in the world. Like, this is the National Football League. There's a reason the average margin of victory is 35 There's there's not blowouts very often. You don't see seventy to twenty ever, okay. Except for this year, okay. Um, Like it's just our fan base. I feel like sometimes our fan base just watches games in a vacuum. Like they think we're the only team that has a coach that might like he calls seventy plays in a game and two of them they didn't agree with. Oh my God, we're the only. No, (laughs) Andy Reid calls bad plays. The, the The Chiefs can't score in the red zone this year. Like yeah, they're yeah. And, and
4: the W got, is the most important stat. Yeah, it's so.
1: like my God. I, I've never been such a big fan of Lima in my life during I that rant. And then that. um the one of the last things I guess I wanted to touch on was I don't know, you guys know Andrew Siliano? He's yeah. on like NFL Network. Yeah. he yeah, yeah, like yeah. the big ears. Yes. Uh, I, um, so he's like a diehard Browns fan. He grew up a Browns fan and uh, he's on uh, NFL Network. I think he's like hosting uh, stuff right now for Rich Eisen because Eisen is in, in London. And um, he got to do the Browns call on the radio. Since Donovan's not doing calls oh, right now, okay, and cool. the normal guy who's filling in couldn't do it, so uh, he got to do it. And his lifelongs Brown fan, like he was very excited for the chance to do that. I actually sent the the do- uh, dog pack this video, but it. he calls this uh, he calls the game winner, and then Nathan Zagura. I was like, I felt that it, like in my heart. Nathan Zagura, I, thought I was gonna cry. Like at the end, he was like, (laughs) "No Watson, no Chubb, no Betonio, no problem." And I was just like, like I felt that in my soul, like his almost tears. And I was just, and Andrews like, he called the game. Like I would have called the game if I got to do it. Just losing his mind. (laughs) Um, And I watched a video of him talking about it, and he said afterwards he was embarrassed. I'm like, bro, don't be embarrassed. embarrassed. That was, I watched the video. That was like the call of my life um it was a super cool and like that's what it means to the city and to the fans like be happy please can we please be happy and for a
3: franchise that's been so desperate for this <laughs> yes even for uh, i know this sounds bad as a browns fan to say this but if you would have told me two and two i'd have been like oh hey two and two shit this is a lot better than usually how this starts off this is uh, it's it's great time and i think great that's time. a
2: good point because you you talk about this a lot blake uh, com- coming up to What is this now? We're going into week seven about how our schedule at the beginning of the season was the toughest. And we're coming out of this with two games with backup quarterbacks and we're going to come out of this first five games, three and two. We're in the playoffs.
1: If the season were to end right now, we're in the playoffs. A backup and a practice squad back. Yes, correct. Or a practice squad quarterback. Emergency QB. Yeah. Yeah. He's still not on the active roster or something like that. But he's like still... I think according to the unofficial or depth chart I saw today, DTR still QB two Is they because they elevated him. Because they they have to, they just they have to it. correct. Put yes, they put him yeah. back down. He's not even on the roster. Yeah, that's very. He's not very even true. on the active
2: roster today. And, and now we now we talked about this earlier. We can't obviously we have to stack wins. We can't just look past this and think okay, we got that big win now we're good. But we are going into a stretch of very winnable games yes. with this defense. Very winnable. games. Gotta we just have to them. execute it like yeah, stack them. And we're going to be okay.
1: Yes, you you have a very real possibility if you come out and take care of business. And again, we they have to show us that they can stack wins, but they have a very good chance to our next game against the Ravens to be sitting at six and two. Yep, and um, you got to stack the wins because if you go look at our division, some of these teams we've like we've played all these tough teams early. They play these teams late. Yes, the, the Ravens in the season, Jaguars, uh, Niners, Dolphins, Steelers. Ooh. You know what I mean? Stuff. So we gotta keep pace and then just and hope they trip up at the end because that's a like they they're gauntlets at the end. Chance of injuries are higher. I mean, I know we just went through it with injuries, but just to end it up, if I would have told you that after five games, you were gonna play without Chubb, Conklin, Batonio, Watson, um, you were gonna have to start PJ Walker. I'd have been like PJ
3: walkers on our team. Yeah. If (laughs) I, if if you would have looked at our schedule, if you would have looked
1: at our schedule, saw, saw who we played the first five games. And I told you all those guys, guys were going to miss extended time. Most people would have said we might beat the Steelers. Like that was like the hot game that everybody said we were going to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before anything was played. Um, And then after week one, they went, and said, maybe you'll just beat the Titans. But, No, nobody picked us to beat the Bengals. Nope. Nobody, nobody picked us for anything. There were guys who assuming we were healthy, were picking us to only win six games this year. So the, and and that was assuming we were healthy all season. So for us to come through this phase of the schedule, the hardest part of our schedule to be over 500, three and two, if the season were to end today, we're in the playoffs with, the we have the seventh easiest schedule in the league now, and there's no such thing as an easy schedule in the NFL. I understand, but we will be favorited in probably most of the rest of our games. The, the Ravens and the Steelers game. We'll see what it goes, but I would say in a majority of the rest of our games, the Browns are going to be favorites. Okay. You just made it through the gauntlet and you're three and two, and you did it with starting three different quarterbacks in five games. Definitely need Watson. Yeah. I think
3: if Watson is healthy and out there, absolutely. i Because the defense is keeping them in games with really, really good teams with a practice squad quarterback.
1: So just be positive, be happy. This is a, as far as regular season win goes, like obviously this isn't the Super Bowl, but this is the kind of, when you're trying to build a culture, you're trying to turn it around. You, you got to get wins like this.
2: So, Devonta made a good point. He said the AFC is kind of up for the taking because Kansas City, yeah, they're struggling right now. They, I mean, they're getting wins. They're winning ugly. They, but, yeah, but they're not doing it like they would normally do it, like right. in years past. And Buffalo looks like they're struggling a little bit offensively. Yeah, it's, that's fair. Yeah. It's I, there. I it is there.
1: It's there. Go take it. Go take it. Stack wins, please, because – I don't know if I can handle the heartbreaking loss to the Colts after we just, you know what I mean? Yes. So yeah, starting, don't let Gardner-Mint
2: should be the one to yes. dismantle this defense. So starting tomorrow, yeah, yeah. we
1: put this game behind us. We enjoy it until mm-hmm. 11.59 tonight, because Wednesday is when practice starts back up for the Browns. Uh, and then we got to focus on the Colts. But yep. um, be positive, be happy, very big win. I think we we showed the league like, hey, this defense is for real. This team, if Watson can play, is going to be – They're going to be there at the end. They're going to have something to say about it. So uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, You guys make these lives so much fun. This was a huge one. I think we had a bunch of people in here watching. The chat was nonstop. This is awesome. Uh, We appreciate you guys being here, taking time, uh, hanging out with us on a Tuesday night. Um, Are we going to put out a preview episode later this week? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, we're going to put out a preview episode later this week. So make sure you guys check that out when we uh, preview the matchup with the Colts. Um, if you want to hear an extra episode, uh, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. If you want to get your voicemails on the show, the tap, leave voicemail, leave us your thoughts. Uh, once again, go Browns. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you guys later this week when we preview the Colts. Thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the dogs podcast. Get your thoughts
2: on the show at thedogspodcast.com.